In his 20s, Dispenza was hit by a car while riding his bike. And this wasn't a small accident. It shattered his spine and left him completely paralyzed. The doctor responsible for Dispenza's care at the time was actually the leading authority in California, and he stated that immediate surgery was essential, or Dispenza would never regain the ability to walk again. The procedure even required the insertion of multiple iron cores into his spine. However, Dispenza actually declined the operation. He was absolutely determined not to spend the rest of his life with a disability and did not want to rely on medical devices. All right, guys, now listen up because this isn't some myth or phony story. This is the real life story of Joe Dispenza. After being discharged from the hospital, Dispenza returned home and laid down. During this time, he laid there continuously thinking. He kept visualizing in his mind. He envisioned himself with a healthy spine, walking effortlessly. To enhance his mental imagery, he even looked at images like x-rays of a healthy spine. He continued to look at them while continuously visualizing his hopes. He was actually hypnotizing himself through daily meditation in a way every day where his senses were immersed in what it felt like to be healthy. Can you believe what happened to Joe Dispenza just a few months later? He actually managed to get up from his bed and walk independently. That's right. In just 10 weeks, he regained the ability to walk totally without any medical intervention. This was his story at just 23 years old. Interestingly, it can be just the same for us. How many of us have experienced back pain? Statistics show that 80% of Americans have encountered back pain. For the last 35 years since the accident, Joe Dispenza hasn't felt any back pain at all. Guys, how would you define a miracle? The dictionary defines a miracle as a surprising and welcome event that is not explainable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. Think about it. If around 250 years ago, someone claimed to jump out of an airplane and float gently to the ground from the sky by hanging onto a wide fabric resembling a parachute today, people would have considered it a miraculous feat, wouldn't they? Generally, when a society can't explain an impossible seeming event, it's labeled as a miracle or weaved into a myth. It's the easiest way to explain the unexplainable. The reason I'm saying this is because if somebody changes their reality just by thinking and then tells people about their efforts, they're seen as challenging conventional wisdom. People will call them insane and illogical 
and they'll often face skepticism and ridicule. And people will dismiss their claims as nonsense. However, Joe Dispenza says this. If you wake up the giant inside you, even things like miracles are possible. This giant within you is our subconscious. We might not know it, but there is an immensely powerful force within us. Again, guys, this isn't just some great scene from a movie to captivate you. We're just talking scientifically here. The length of blood veins in a person is enough to circle around the globe two times. And veins only make up 3% of our entire bodies. 3 million blood cells die in one second, and another 3 million blood cells are created to replace them every second. Every second we read a book, our body undergoes 100,000 chemical reactions in our cells. And most amazingly of all, when the two cells, a sperm and egg cell, combine, they grow into 10 trillion cells. What Joe Dispenza is saying, even for humans that forget where they left their phone and who make calculational errors, there is a greater power within us controlling these reactions and events. If we tried to do things consciously, we probably wouldn't able to live long. It means our thoughts not only affect our lives, but our bodies too. Chemicals excreted from the brain allow the body itself to feel what we are thinking. Dopamine is excreted when we're feeling excitement, and peptide is excreted when we're feeling sad and depressed. Our thoughts instantly affect our reality. Think about this. If you have low self-esteem, as soon as you think, I'm terrible or I'm not smart, the brain will instantly excrete chemicals that reduce your confidence. And then your body will feel unconfident too. Then the feeling of low confidence will create the thought again. This creates a vicious cycle and you will truly become a person who has low confidence in real life. It's in this way that our thoughts create reality. Thoughts are self-created and believed by ourselves. It's similar to the way habits work. That's why repetition is important. Spenza claims that repetitive and conscious thoughts can become unconscious thoughts. Driving is a good example. When you're new to driving, you'll focus on every braking motion and try to remember the road. But as soon as you get used to driving, you get to where you need to be without much thought. Unless there was anything noticeable along the road, you don't really remember the trip at all. It's just like the situation. If you repeat positive thoughts, you may need conscious effort at first. But this is because when it becomes a habit, you'll produce these thoughts subconsciously. I just explained how just thinking about yourself with low confidence can make you lack confidence in reality. So if you don't have confidence now, 
What if you started having the opposite thoughts? Now you think, I'm a charming and interesting person. And feed this into your subconscious mind, just like getting used to driving. And then you'll create a totally different reality. Decide what kind of person you are. The extraordinary effect this has on our lives is told by Joe Dispenza in Real Research in an article published in the Neuroscience Journal in 1995. It's very interesting. The researchers divided the test subjects into four groups. They had them learn piano for five days. It was to see if there were any changes in the brain activity. Group one practiced two hours a day with one hand. Group two played the piano without any direction, letting them play the piano however they wanted. Group three didn't touch the piano at all and only learned by observing group one learning to play. This means group three only imagined in their minds how the piano was played. Group four was a control group and did nothing. The brain activity was measured after five days. The neural network activity of group one and group three, who only observed, was similar. Brain activity scans looked the same. Group two, in contrast, showed no changes at all. The neural pathways couldn't be stimulated without repetition. Group four, which was the control group, didn't show changes. The researchers reached this conclusion. The brain can develop just by thinking. And our brains cannot distinguish mental and physical effort. This isn't the only research that Dispenza mentions. There were many results like this. A prisoner detained by the Nazis in the Second World War didn't have anything to do. So, to give himself hope, he imagined himself playing golf at a golf club with friends every day lying in prison. This person wasn't that good at golf, but he imagined himself being a perfect golfer. He did this every day. He also remembers every part of the golf course he regularly went to. He imagined himself playing that course perfectly. After the war, he returned back home alive and many years later returned to the golf club with his close friends. He hadn't been able to play a single game while in prison, right? But his skills had improved. Not just a little better, but just like someone who had practiced for years. This is just like the piano research. How did you feel as you heard this? I had two thoughts. First, thoughts alone can create reality and also change it. I've constantly experienced this in my life, but it confirmed my belief that visualizing dreams makes it true. Secondly, looking at group two who played however they wanted, I realized that you'll live a meaningless life if you don't think. This isn't just metaphorically but it was the truth. According to Joe Dispenza, brain cells that don't get stimulated get disconnected. 
if you don't make a conscious effort, neural cells don't get stimulated at all and just get cut off. Living out your life meaninglessly. Isn't it just like playing the piano however you want like group two? That concludes what I wanted to tell you today.